Being a professional isn't about the money you make, the position you hold, your level of expertise or fame. It's the motivation and the attitude you bring to your work. A desire for always learning and improving and balancing your creative output with getting the business done. Welcome and join the Creating Pros. Hi and welcome back to Creating Pros. I'm your host Jim Nettles and this morning we're going to do another mini workshop. This time we're going to be talking a bit about money and we're going to be talking about how it works in a business versus how it works for say your personal household, your work, you know, the way it works for your life. Over the weekend, I had the opportunity. I was doing a workshop I frequently teach, and we were doing it for a writer's group. And after we got done, we were doing kind of an open QA session, brought everybody back on screen. Um, we're talking everything through. And one of the things that the workshop is on is, is kind of a business fundamentals for authors and creatives. And a question came up where we dove a lot deeper into the ideas of money, the ideas of how it works for the business. And one of the, the questions I asked was, you know, what do you think money is? What triggered the big conversation was this. I had an author go and say, you know, I've got a book series. When we're running ads, it does this. Costs a lot to do the ads. But when we back off, we see sales drop. I'm like, okay, so you have an effective ad campaign. And we started going through and, and working through the machinations. And fundamentally, one of the questions that came up was, what, how can I tell when things are being effective and not? And what is the most effective way to look at my business from a management perspective? And I said, well, that's easy. I said, the number one thing you need to focus on when you start to shift your business from looking or shift your working life from looking at it from a creative output to looking at it as a business was you need to understand cash flow and understand your cash flow statement. And for everybody out there that is not an accountant, don't glaze over for everybody out there that is an accountant. Um, forgive some of the, the ways that I'm going to explain this. But when you look at cash flow, um, when you look at it in household perspective, when you look at it in your day job, everything else, you know, if you are out there just working, um, you get, you know, you work the job, you get paid for what you do. You're trading time and knowledge and skills for getting paid to deliver something for somebody. Well, in a business, it's very different. And this is the first thing that we have to understand is that money in a business is very different from money in a household. A lot of things look very similar. A lot of things operate and feel like the same thing, but they really aren't. Because in, in a household, you earn a living, you earn a paycheck, you get money in from wherever, and then you pay the bills. You're paying for you know rent, utilities, food, you know, covering all the basics and then whatever you have left over, you can do whatever you want to with it, you know, whether it's invested, whether it is going on a trip, and you know, what regardless of what it is, buy a book. But with business, it's a little bit different. Um, and without going down the entire food chain, because this workshop is going to be available to everybody here pretty quickly, uh, we did record it over the weekend this time. Um, it, money in a business is a measure. It's a tool. Now, for us in our lives, it's a tool as well. But we don't often think about it that way. But in business, it very much is a tool. We have money that comes in in the form of revenues. And the idea of a revenue is very different from the idea of a paycheck. Revenues mean these are the monies that the business is earning from its activity. But part of those revenues are also there to keep 
the engine primed for the business. They are there to help grow the business and make more things happen. And so what started a lot of the conversation was the idea of going back to ads. And the problem that came out of this or the challenge the person was having was understanding and being able to balance out how their company was growing versus when the cash flow was coming in. And I'm kind of giving that as the punchline because the way they looked at it was, well, you know, I'm, I sold X number of books. I ran X number of ads, but I had to pay for the ads before I get the money in the door from Amazon or from a publisher or whoever else. Because if you think in terms of it, you know, you're usually looking at at least 90 days before you get paid for royalties, but you're paying for ads pretty much as you're running them. So there's a, a time gap between you're going through the sales process or the marketing process and spending the money out there to get sales going and when you get paid for those sales. And so that's kind of the first question. The second question that comes up out of this is, are you spending money or are you investing money in the business? Because in terms of a household or at home, when you spend money, now what you're doing is you've traded that money for something. It's fixed, it's done, it's over. If you're investing money, especially in your business, then when you invest money, you're expecting for it to have a greater contribution to the business. Because this is one of those other things that we have to remember. As Even if I'm an author, I'm a publisher, I'm an artist, um, I'm running a coffee shop, it doesn't matter. There's a certain amount of money that has to come in the door that keeps the business going. So just because I had money come in the door doesn't mean I can put all of that in my pocket. Um, some portion of that is designed to help grow the business. And this is where a large part of the hit for the workshop came out of is Remember, as an author, as a publisher, this is a business. You're working as a part of an entire business cycle. Um, we often don't like to think in terms of the fact of, well, I'm just a writer. I, I put books out. I, you know, I do this, I do that, the other. I'm an editor. I just get paid for these things. Well, when you're doing that, you still are operating a business because as soon as money becomes involved, you have a business. That's what the IRS says. And if you start to think in those terms, then you can start to shift how you approach the money that comes into and out of your business. And this is a long-winded way of saying that to really understand the health of your business and what it's doing for you as a creator is you have to understand something called cash flow. And the most important statement you're going to get to in accounting and finance for most businesses really does boil down to cash flow. You might be making a lot of money, but if you don't know where it's coming in from and more importantly, where it's going to, and when the money is going to come in versus when you need to send it out the door, this is what gets most businesses into trouble. And this is true of every business. A lot of the time businesses are making money, um, but the businesses that fail, often it's because they ran out of cash flow. They ran out of liquidity. In other words, I have money coming in at some point in time, but it's too far out to do me any good today. And because I need the money today to pay the bills, to help kick off a campaign, to put a cover on a book, to get the editing paid for, these sorts of things, that cycle right there is what creates a problem. 
because if I need money today and I know it's not coming for 90 days, that's going to limit how much I can reinvest in the business. So what we wind up seeing happen is you get waves. So you start having these waves where I'm making money, I've got money, I spend all the money, and now I don't have any money to get back up to the next step of the wave until that paycheck comes in or until that royalty statement comes in or until I get the next big event and convention and make a bunch of sales. The idea of a cash flow statement is one that shows you what that cycle looks like and helps you to manage how you manage the money. It helps you to manage how much you put away when the big cash drop comes in versus when the money has to go back out the door. And so what we usually try to teach people, if I'm, and if I'm working with a client, we're looking at and talking about from a business standpoint, where the money is coming from, when the money comes in and what you're going to do, it's all about planning for how much money are you going to take out of that growth period, out of that income period, out of that royalty statement, and not only how, but when are you going to spend that money to continue to help facilitate growing your business as an author, growing your business as a publisher, growing your business as a creator. So what do I mean by this? Let's say that I am an author. If I get an advance on royalties, and those are a lot harder to come by, and they're not anywhere near the size that they used to be, but it used to be a matter of, if I got an advance on royalties, a lot of the time, that's what I was going to be living off of while I wrote the book or maybe even longer than that. So the advance on royalties was really important because then I wouldn't make any more off that book until it had earned out past that point of royalties. So let's say that I got a check for that advance on royalties and some part of that was going to be needed to do research or travel to go to a place to see it, to understand it, to know what's happening. Or it's just simply for me to live on while I'm writing and developing the book. Um, or maybe I need to buy certain things as a part of the writing process. Whatever the case may be, I know I have a lump sum here and I have a product due at the end of this cycle. So one of the things I'm going to be doing is figuring out how much money out of that do I need to operate the business? How much money out of that do I need to live? And then what do I have left over from that to be able to do things that I need to grow the business? Like advertising, like marketing, like buy new laptops, like buy software licenses, you know, travel, all the things that may need to have to happen. Well, if you already have books out there, you already have material out there, you also still need to be running marketing, running ads, doing things that help promote. And so what we were seeing, and, and I, we spent some time after the call looking at the numbers and kind of talking this through, what would happen would be they would run a big ad campaign. They would see a big bump in sales or they would you know, have a new book launch, see a big bump in sales. And of course, that's going to trickle down. Well, the other part of that was they would, to help prom uh, promote that, they would run a big bump of ads and then stop running the ads because then they would wait on the money to actually come in to be paid from the sales from that period of time and would have to wait on that to then be able to go to the next phase. And if you can look at and understand the idea of money as a tool and understand that the money that comes into the business first has to serve the business before it serves you, that's when you have the ability to then invest it. 
this is what I meant earlier by the idea that are you spending money? Are you investing the capital in the growth of the business? If you're spending the money, what that means is it's over, it's done. You don't expect a return on it. So for example, um, you know, if I go out and I buy a book, I buy a cup of coffee, I buy dinner, I go to the grocery store, I buy it, I get the value for whatever I spent the money on, and that's over. That's the thing that keeps me running. But if I'm going out and I'm going to spend money on ads, well, here's the first thing is getting ad spend and getting that engine right and getting that marketing right takes time. It takes money. It takes some investment because not everything is going to work. Um, but you often don't know what really is going to work until you've run the test to see what happens. And a lot of the time I'll get in a conversation where they're like, well, I can't afford to spend money. I can't afford to spend money. I can't afford to waste money on something that's not going to work. How do I guarantee it's going to work? And there is no such thing as a guarantee. There's no guarantee that because you've written a book or you've published a book that it's going to be a hit or pay for what it costs to produce it. But what you're looking at is over time that you're building up an inventory, you're building up a value of assets that collectively over time will show a result. And this is where understanding cash flow becomes important. Because the more you spend up front, the more you have to then wait for the results of that to come in on the back end. So what becomes important is get an idea of the cycle. Yes, when you were doing a book launch, you're going to probably spend more on promoting the launch, but you don't want to cut it off at the end. You still want to have some degree of promotion going on all the time, even if it's just for you and brand, which means that you are investing capital that keeps the engine going. It keeps people coming back to look at your current release, your back catalog, to look at other things that you're doing, to see where you're at, what you're doing. And if your investing of capital is working right, what you're doing is you're getting them invested into your ecosystem. You're getting them invested in your social media. You're getting them pulled to look at your website. You're getting them pulled into your newsletter list. All the things that ultimately reduce your cost of marketing and reduce your cost of introducing yourself to new people, new customers. The largest expense that any of us will deal with beyond book production. If you are an indie author, your largest expense is probably going to be in book production. Um, if you're a publisher, your largest expense is in book production and labor your next biggest expense is going to be marketing. And when you hit a certain size operating as a business, your largest expense will be marketing. It will be running ads and you can spend money and it will give you a return up to a certain point. There is a point at which you can spend all the money in the world and not see a measurable return for it. So you have to find out where these numbers come from. And this is the reason that understanding the accounting and the finance becomes important. And the first really valuable thing you have is the ability to look at cash flow and be able to say, I ran this ad. I saw these sales. I attended this convention. I saw these revenues come out of it. But there were these expenses associated with it. And knowing when I have to pay the expenses versus the cost that are knowing the cost or what it cost me to generate the revenues 
is really important. And again, I'm using the term revenues here because revenues, again, are not like a paycheck. A paycheck for you as an individual means that's the end result of the work and the labor. For a business, the revenues are the beginning of it because the revenues are recognizing the revenues are recognizing the work you've done. The revenues are recognizing the output and the value of what you've done. But now that I have revenues in the door and in hand, once the cash comes in, I now have a tool that lets me grow the business. I can invest in new covers, new editing, more marketing. I can buy new laptops. I can buy new software. And if I can learn how to spread that out over time, learn to manage the money as a tool, then that is how I get to manage cash flow and how I get off the roller coaster of do I have the money in the bank to pay for the ads, to grow the business, to sell more books, to bring me money that brings me revenues that lets me put out the next book. And this is a very large cycle that sounds very complex and there are parts of it that can be. But at the end of the day, if you can learn to look at three things, number one, what's the money you have going out the door? What's, what's your cash spend going out the door and what does it tie to? Does it tie to book production? Does it tie to marketing? Um, does it tie to appearances and travel? Does it tie to research? Does it tie to laptops, software, printing, all those kinds of things? Understanding those things that are the expenses of the business and where they go is the first critical thing. The next thing is to understand where the revenues come from. And this can break down a lot of ways. When I say where the revenues come from, first of all, the question is, is it from online retailers? You know, Amazon is the big, you know, is the big 800 pound gorilla for pretty much all authors, for all publishers. It's where the vast majority of book sales come from for most people. And so the first question is, did it come from Amazon or another source? Um, the second question becomes, okay, well, it came from Amazon. Was it print books or eBooks? If it was eBooks, was it under KDP? Was it, you know, where was it? The more granular you can break that down and understand where the revenues, and again, I do mean the revenues come from, the money coming in the door, the more that will then tell you where the benefit is of the money you're investing or spending in terms of expenses. So I can tie in the revenues and match those to the expenses. The third part is timing. As you can see in the image behind me, there's money and there's an hourglass. Time and money are inextricably linked because I am always having to do things that produce new work. I am always having to do things that produce and grow my marketing. I'm always having to do things that grow and produce my brand and get product out the door. At the same time, there is usually a time delay between the time of me creating a product, me getting a sale, and actually having the money in hand. Because having a sale and getting the money in hand from that, that the revenues from that, there's always a time delay, which means we're always putting money up front to get product, whether that is to buy books in hand to have to go to an event, whether that is the cost of marketing and producing it. At the end of the day, there is a time delay 
between what it takes to produce work and generate revenues and when I actually get paid and the cash comes in the door. So just kind of an idea for this. Um, look at, and if you can learn to nail down those three things and learn to understand cash flow, this will inevitably make your business a lot easier to run. You'll get a lot more visibility into how you're actually doing, and it will tell you a lot more about how you can grow the business. Because if I can see that if I invest money in this at this time, because there's certain things that are cyclical. I've written holiday themed books. Um, I don't run a lot of ads for a Christmas story in May, but it you know times when you can run those holiday themed things that may give you a bump. So again, that's today's kind of mini workshop is getting to understand money and cash flow. We're going to talk a lot more about understanding money in some upcoming uh, episodes, but that's it for this week. Thanks for joining me on Creating Pros, and we'll see you again soon.